Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Well, praise God, guys. I want to bring you this message about authority, and I kind of want to let you see it from this, this side of it. We just had a great series not too long ago about understanding where authority comes from, kind of like obeying the authorities in the earth, making sure we subject ourselves to authority and really there. And I've been on this little study. I've been kind of working with the staff and I've been kind of dropping these nuggets. And this message really hit me for the month of April. I want to get this kind of viewpoint over to you. And I got some powerful notes I want you to see. Let's look at Romans 13, 1 through 7. And this is going to be so good. Now I want, now listen to me. I really need you to focus here. I'm going to say something that I really believe the church needs to hear. And this is why I was like kind of really strategic with this. So I want you to get this. Spiritual authority in the, in the gospel, spiritual authority in the body of Christ, spiritual authority in your life is one of the greatest, greatest, the, maybe the greatest, or at least one of the greatest positions you can posture your life in. Because we see, I see so many people who have things going haywire in their life, and it's because they're not following the proper authority in their life. I'm going to say something. I see people's lives who are almost off the rail, and they could have stood on the rail if they just would have sat in the authority they were supposed to sit in and stand in the protocol and the right position and posture that they were given. But what happens is you take too much stuff on your own, and sometimes we're doing this. We're making decisions that have already been made by the word of God, and we're, we're making the word of God void to do what we want to do or to act how we want to act or to correspond the way we want to correspond. And then what's happening is this. We're going, why is this going on? I'm telling you, God has a divine order of things, but here's the thing too. He has an authority that he's placed this divine order under. And if you don't understand the order and the authority, you are going to be in a position in life where instead of this thing working for you, it could almost work against you. And now I'm going to preach it. Now, when I preach this to you, you got to curl your toes up this month because it's going to be it's going to be fun. Now, I don't say that in a in, in, in like a, a, a a tough way. I'm not trying to freak you out, but you can't get around the word of God like this. And I'm telling you what, the church is trying to let you get out of this thing. And I'm not going to let you out of it because it's my due diligence to tell you. So let's go to let's go to Romans 13 one. We're going to read it. Let's read it in the um, King James. And then we're going to read it in the passion. When you see this, let every soul be in subject to the higher powers for there is no power, but of God and the power does that be are ordained of God. Now that's important. That means some of the stuff you're seeing in, the, in life, in earth, is about the power of God. It's not about the power of man. Therefore, he that resists the power would stand against the ordinance of God. And they that would stand shall receive in themselves judgment. So it's saying, you want to rise up against it? Judgment's coming to you. Now, that's strong. Now, don't give me this God knows your heart and, you know, God this, God that. No. God knows what he wrote in his word is for you. Now watch this, <clears throat> okay? For the rulers are not a terror to the people that do good, but the people that are doing evil, they got a problem with authority. Now let me tell you, some of you got a problem with authority. Now 
I can help you. But the reason why a lot of people have a problem with authority is because right there, authority is not a terror to people that are doing the right thing. The only people that got a problem with authority are the rebellious. So you got to ask yourself, what in me wants to rebel against authority? Because everybody that's, I, don't, I love it. I don't have a problem with nothing. There's not an authority that I do not go, ooh, I, I, ooh, I don't want to, no, no, no. You got to get this now. It brings order, structure. Watch this. Now go slow. Watch this. What is thou? Have no fear of power. <clears throat> do that which is good. You'll have praise. For he is a minister of God to thee for good. But if you do that which is evil, be afraid. Now that's deep. Okay? What do you mean it's deep? If you do which is good, any good. If you do which is bad, this ain't working out right. What do you mean it's deep? God doesn't change his order of things. So when you come into stuff, you're like, well, you know. No, there ain't no well you know. Well, you know, they're goofy. Don't make a difference if they're goofy. I'm just telling you. If thou does which is evil, be afraid. He'll bear not the sword in vain. If he's a minister of God, avenger of whom what? Them that do evil. Wherefore, you must need to be in subjecting, not only because of the wrath, but also for conscience sake. For this cause, we pay tribute also to the ministers of God's service, attending continually upon this very thing. Now, let's look at this in the, in the passion. It reads a lot clearer, okay? And that's the only reason why I want you to look at it in passion is because every person, now read the word of God. Now, here's the thing. Most of the time, people read the word of God and throw it out. Like, I'm not going to do No, you have to understand until you become a doer of this word the way you're supposed to, you're going to live void of stuff that God wants you to have in life, and I don't want you going there. Does that kind of make sense? Like, ah, you know, you really want this stuff? I just talked to somebody today, right? We had a great conversation. I said, man, if you're over here lying, and then you want to go over here and rebuke the devil, and you're over here, you know, being sweet-talking over here, smooth, with a deception, and then you're going to be over here, and you're going to go pray God for finances, and then you're going to go over here, and you're going to be, if your words don't line up, because because you have not put your mouth on the authority of truth in the word of God, how in the world are you going to have power in these worlds? You, you got to lose some compromise because a man that's going to have authority in the earth has been given authority by God. And if my authority level is kind of like, well, you know, I'm a little wishy-washy over here, and then I'm going to go be strong over there, it ain't going to work. You can't have a compromising lifestyle in this arena of subjecting yourself. Because see, here's the thing. Everybody wants power, but before you're ever going to get power, you got to submit into the power. It starts, and it starts like this. God's first chain of command of authority is his word. Then there's going to be a physical, there's going to be a physical person in the earth that's going to challenge you at God's authority from heaven. It's coming. Now, it's very quiet in this church today. <laughs> here's what happened. What do you mean? Well, God says, here's my order, and then men and women of God in the earth are going to pick those truths up, and your test is not going to come from heaven because most people ain't listening to heaven. Your test of authority is going to come in the earth because someone is going to put guidelines around you. Like, look, right? Someone in, is going to put guidelines around you that you don't want to have. 
And then that's going to show your hidden rebellion if you cannot respond within those guidelines. I had somebody the other day. Now, listen to me. I, I to, yeah. I had somebody the other day. This is months ago. I said, look, we're going to do this. We're going to do something. There's nobody here, so don't be, who's he talking? If it was you, I'll tell you. I'll text you and let you know I'm talking about you. Okay? And I said, we're going to do this. Well, they decided that wasn't when they are going to do it. They decided later. You know, it was like, oh, okay. And I said, look, I said, listen, let me explain something to you. I said, I'm not trying to be weird, but I'm trying to teach you something. If I tell you we're going to do something here, I don't expect to do it 15 minutes later. Not because, I understand, I'm flexible, but don't take, call me, let me know you're late. Call me, let me know you're late. But don't take it upon yourself that I'm going to work on your time. Because that means you have no value for my time. Whoa. And then you go, well, Pastor Chris, you get to do what you want to do. Yes. Yes, to a degree. Because I, I've been in a season when I had to make sure I was way early and stood way late. You see what I'm saying? You cannot be trusted with another man's stuff until you've been trusted with another man's stuff. <laughs> I'm, I know. It sounds like I'm messing the scripture up. I know what the scripture says. But how in the world can God qualify you for more if you can't even be trusted with taking care of somebody else's stuff? I'm telling you, listen to me. They say, well, you know, it ain't like that. No, it is. Now, let me show you where the church went tilt. The church went a little tilt because people that didn't really understand authority tried to use their authority wrong in people's lives, and it really got a little warped. But that doesn't mean God's system of authority is thrown out because men did it in a wrong mindset. You get what I'm saying? Now, I want you to pull that in. You had movements where it was like, you can't do this before you talk to some leadership. Some of that stuff's a little crazy. You understand what I'm saying. But that doesn't mean just because you're saying, well, you know, we had a great season of life where men and women got, no, nah, I don't want to hear none of that. God changes his word not. The word of God is the same yesterday, today, for That's your fault because you didn't qualify the people you were following. That ain't God's fault. That's the truth. Now, listen, I'm talking real stuff right here. You need to share this. Because nobody's talking, I'm telling you, nobody talks to you like this, and I love you enough to tell you the truth. Because this is what you, well, you know, I was watching, you know, you watch, I watched TV, and the preacher said, I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear none of that. God has never taken human frailty and humanity out of the Bible. He showed you man's mistakes. He showed you man, man in the Bible, he showed you man's flaws. He showed you men that did not do it right all the time, and he never compromised his word just because men and women of God could not follow what he wrote in black and white. So stop making the excuse. To, well, you know, no, that don't work. That don't cut it. That's a cop-out for you to live lawless and unsafe. So you have to qualify who you're going to listen to. I, just was, I went to Walgreens real quick, right? I, I hope the guy ain't watching, but whatever. He don't go to church. I went to Walgreens real quick. I had to come and grab something when I was here this morning, right? I was coming in. I'm coming in. I see this guy. I know him. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up, PC? What's going on? He don't go to church. And he said, Mora. I said, your voice that you listen to is going to take you to your destination. And it was funny. He said something to me. He said, I've been listening to all these people. And I said, you know the truth. You don't need to be listening to all this stuff. The truth is the fast track to success. But what I tell you what I say all the time, Doc told me, it's not what 
What did he say? He said, it's not, it's not, it's, your future is not designed by, by what you believe, but by who you believe. Because somebody's telling you something, and if you believe what they're saying, that's taking you to your future. It's not what you believe. You're, everybody's believing something that somebody gave them. You see what I'm saying? So you got to qualify the people you're following, because here's the thing. I don't mind being on the road and following somebody, but I pray to God you're going to get me there. That's why you have to qualify the voices that you listen to around you, man. That's why people, well, you know, this don't, well, don't go down that road. But you cannot, if you're going to, look, man, if the company you're working for is shady, right? Some of you have been here. You sign up, you're like, oh, my, I just had somebody say this to me. Who was it? Somebody said this to me. Oh, the company they were working for was shady. Man, they didn't realize it. They were doing this stuff and doing this stuff. And then little by little by little, they were like, man, these people stealing stuff. And it was crazy. They were like, I got to quit. And I was like, what do you got to do? They're like, I got to quit. I cannot stay in this crazy environment. This thing is shady. And they're like, I cannot compromise my conscience to be in this thing. And they said, look, I got to go. They got a better job. But here's what I'm saying to you and getting this. If you're in a company and you, and, and you submit in that round, you, you, you submit it to the brand. If you're in the industries, it's not, you spend, man, I had a buddy of mine, he had a script, you know, from work. They're like, read the script. He was a pain. He's like, I'm not going to read it. It's lying. And they said, what do you mean it's lying? Everybody in this company nationwide reads the script. He said, that phrase right there is lying. I'm not going to say it. They're like, look, man. The company policies, you read the script. You don't deviate from the script. He said, if I got to say that script right there and lie to work at this place, I'm telling you right now, I'm not saying it. You want to reword it? You want to say, you know, hey, this way, whatever it was. I think it was something like, you know, hey, you know, whatever. He was getting real in it. But I guess we said, I'm not going there. The company said, okay, reword it. Let's see. And they wound up going with his plan. Now, listen, I'm not trying to tell you, like, you some goody-two-shoe Christian, but you understand what I'm saying. If you submit unto the company, then guess what? You submit it to that authority. If that authority doesn't line up with you, so watch this. Would you go to a job? I'm trying to get you to see something. Would you go to a job and go, hey, I'm going to sign up at the bank here. We're going to show up at Bank of America. You're going to become the number one teller, regional rep. You're going to do all this. Uh, by the way, you know, uh, you know, we, we're embezzling uh, money out of the company on a daily. You could be part of our embezzlement project. It, it's going to be great. And it's like kind of like our 401k. We just take it off the top before anybody knows. And uh, it's, pretty much, it's pretty much illegal, but we're all doing it. And we're all going to, you know, kind of retire really nice in the south of France. Uh, you want to sign right here? No. Now, some people are like, sign me up because you, you don't have a level of integrity like that, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Are you going to sign up for a, to work for a company that once you put yourself under their authority, you do this? No. Same thing with God. Same thing with church. You have to qualify who you're following. I'm just telling you, this is what because you can't make excuse once you come in. I told the people around me, don't get close. I told these people, I got people near me, I said, don't get close too quick. Because the minute you get close, look, we could be acquaintances. That's cool. Let's stay acquaintances. Everybody that wants to get real close to me, you better be ready, bro. Because I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm kind about it, but I'm not going, oh, oh, that's okay. No, it's not okay. The higher standard is given to the one who reaches. 
But if you won't reach like, I think I want it, you ain't ready. See what I'm saying? So this is what I'm talking about, this authority thing. Everybody gets like, oh, yeah, I want it. No, no, no. Now, you got to get first with the word of God. Some of you right here, stop before you even find somebody in the area. Well, you know, I think the Bible, I do some of the Bible. Man, you compromising the word of God. Look, I don't, listen, man, I'd rather you go be real with yourself. I told somebody the other day, I said, you'd rather be lied to than told the truth. They didn't like it. I was like, they were like, what do you mean? I said, you'd rather be lied to than told the truth. You don't want to hear the truth. You want somebody to lie to you and sign off on the lies that you want to hear about yourself. And they're like, no, that's not true. They actually got mad. I said, you better go cry. Go somewhere and cry and come back when you're ready to hear. But you ain't ready to hear yet. I promise you what I'm telling you is true. Now, I'm not saying that to be mean. And they were like, you know, they thought about it like, you're right. Yeah, I'm right. I don't want to be right, but get it. You got to look in the mirror and have some real serious conversations with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, is the word of God the foremost authority in my life? Until we get there, we got a problem to begin with. Well, you know, I don't know. Well, you got to know before we start the journey. It's a pretty, you know, different kind of way of looking at the word. I'm just kind of sharing with you tonight. Every person, look at this, must submit to and support the authorities over him. For there can be no authority in the universe except by God's appointment. So that's like everybody we see, whether we like it or not. Remember I told you, all you people want to go get, listen, I know you all got a political opinion. I have my, <laughs> I have my own. I've been real careful though as a pastor to not ever speak anything. You know, I got people left the church, they got mad. Well, he doesn't tell us what he believes politically. I ain't never going to tell you what I believe politically. Ain't none of your business. And I ain't compromising it by no means. But people got like, man, because like I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to condemn and rise up. And I'm voting the Bible. And it was funny, you know, people that are really, people that are really rebellious, yeah, they, were, they left because they're rebellious. They know, they, they, they know who they are, too. And I don't really care. I don't say that mean rebellious people. I don't know who I'm talking about, but the people that left. I'm not. I don't have particular individuals. But somebody told me I was like, "Well, they want to know where you politically stand." I stand on the B I B L E. Where you stand? You know what I'm saying? Who you vote for? None of your business. You know what I'm saying? And don't worry about it. And like, what are you going to say about this? What are you going to say? This? I'll tell you what. I can spot rebellion a mile away. So that's what I'm saying. So. So people go, well, you know, I want you to say something. I'll say what I want to say about the word of God. I have no opinion. You know what I'm saying? Now, lawlessness, look, you want to tell me you're going to go do this and we're going to go do that. I'm going to say, look, the Bible don't line up with that. I ain't going there. That's why this new, this new season of life we're in, they ain't going to tell me what I'm going to say. I'm not going to say nothing that doesn't line up with this word. So if you say, well, you know, you're going to have to do this because now I'm going to have to do what the Bible says. Let me explain something to you, man. You think this is all about Dr. Seuss and all this other stuff? This is about, no, this ain't about all this, you know, people running around with all this stuff about, you know, you know what I'm saying? Everything's a problem now. Potatoes, potato heads, Mr. Potato Head's a problem. The Dr. Seuss thing's a problem. Now you got, you got, you got all this other stuff going on and you got everything going on every day. Look, it's all going to come down to this word one day. Because somebody's going to say, just like I got offended about this, just like I got offended about that, now somebody's offended about the Bible. Look, you better wake up, man. I'm a prophet in the moment. You really think this is about a, a potato? 
You better wake up, man. This ain't about no cat in the hat and all that other junk. This ain't no green eggs and ham, baby. This is about, well, somebody's offended. Why? From what? I mean, obviously, if something's offensive, we don't want to offend somebody on purpose, but you can get offended about anything. Now they're going to be like, well, you know, your Bible's offensive. What am I going to do? Start cutting pages out of it because somebody got offended by it? You better wake up, man. I'm under one authority and one authority only. It's the word of God and the authority that God's placed in my life, and I'm going to be a great listener. Why? Because it's safe there. You see what I'm saying? Now, listen, I'm going to live the best I can, do the best I could, but I'm not going to run away from authority. So every person must be there. So to resist the authority, verse 2, is to resist the divine order of God. Now, you got to realize something as Christians. Our first authority is God. So where do I not agree with the authority in the earth? i got to be real careful because i got to still be under God's authority, but I can't really be too much in the earth because God put authority in the earth. So it's a, it's a slippery slope if you're not careful because you really got to go, whoa, are you asking me to compromise what God said or are you just asking me to be submissive in an attitude? Big, man. For civil authorities, don't intimidate those who are doing good. But those who are doing evil. See, that's the thing. You ain't got a problem with authority when you're doing the right thing. The problem with authority is when you're doing the wrong thing. So do what is right, and you'll never need to fear those in authority. Good citizenship. Those in authority are God's servants for the good of society. But if you break the law, you have a reason to be alarmed, for they are God's agents of punishment to bring criminals to justice. Why do you think they carry weapons? You're compelled to obey them, not just to avoid punishment, but because you want to live a clean conscience. See, that's the most people. I don't want to be punished. No, you need to live in authority. Well, right, what do kids say when they get caught? What, what, what's my punishment? Now, I don't want to worry about your punishment. What is your problem with walking in authority before we get to punishment? What in you wants to rebel? What in you doesn't want to listen? What in you rises up when authority comes around you? This is, this is, this is the reason why we got a lot of people in trouble, man, in life. So here's the thing. We're going to get in this thing, right? So here's the thing. Man, I don't want to go stay here long. Now, this started from the beginning. See, God established his throne on authority. Did you get that? That's how God built the kingdom on authority. Now, now let me explain something. When you say authority, I'm not just talking about, like, you know, power. I'm talking about the order of the power. This is God's authority. How's it work? I've appointed. I've placed. I've given into the body. Man. All things are created through God's authority, and every physical law in the universe are mandated by his authority. Remember when Jesus said he's upholding all things by the word of his power, which means he's upholding all things by the word of the power of his authority. His authority put it in motion. God's authority represents God himself. When you sin against his power, 
It's, it, now, I want you to get this, right? When you sin against God's power, it's more easily forgiven than when you sin against God's authority. Now, you got to see something here because we got to get it. What do you mean? I thought authority and power are the same thing. They're not. And, and when God gave us delegated authority, okay, now this is what you got to understand here. We have been delegated authority to use God's power. Now, this is what you got to understand. The power you got came from God, not you. God gave you more authority in your being, and he lets you use his power. Now, does that make sense? It's kind of like this. That's why we always say about a police officer. A police officer out in the middle of the street cannot stop traffic with his physical body. But the power that backs him up makes you stop in the middle of the street. He has been delegated the authority from the jurisdiction where it came from. That is the same thing with a Christian. We have been given delegated authority, the opportunity to use God's power as we see in the word of God and are led of the Lord and see fit. Now, if you don't know nothing about the, now watch this, people in the church, they don't know nothing about the power. They don't know how to use their delegated authority and they sure ain't in the place of being in submission to authority. Now, here's where it starts. We're going to start with this thing, but before you're ever going to have power, you got to come under it. That's that Roman centurion. You figure out the Roman centurion, you got it going. He said, I'm a man under authority. I get it. That's faith kicks in. But here's the thing. God alone is the authority in all things. He got authority in heaven and earth. But here's the thing. Just because he has authority, if the church doesn't enforce God's authority, the devil will run hell bent all over the joint. And that's the problem. Most people don't know what they've been given. Now, you got to get some here. Satan's greatest problem was he rebelled against God's authority. That's why he got kicked out of heaven. Now, I get everybody and their brother, you know, well, you know, God made the devil. No, God made Lucifer. Lucifer was a good angel. Lucifer, Michael, Gabriel, Archangels. Lucifer wakes up one day, I, I, you know, and the craziest thing of all is this. You ask yourself the question, where in the heaven did this goofy idea come from? Because our, our, our nonsense thoughts, you know, come from, come from the enemy most of the time because he has, he has access until thoughts, ideas, and suggestion. So where did the enemy, you ever see this one? You ever think of this? Where did the enemy, where did the enemy get the challenging factor to be tempted himself? Great thought. Don't go looking for me for the answer because I don't have it. But what I think is, it arose from within him. I think it arose from the, because the Bible says he and a third of the angels rebelled. 
Satan violated God's authority, offended God, <laughs> excuse me, because he said, I'm going to exalt my throne above his throne. Man, if that's not jealousy in its best, I don't know. So since it was a matter of conduct and a matter of behavior and a matter of rebellion, it was what? Setting his throne above the throne of God was the thing which violated God's authority. It was the principle of self-exaltation. Now, this is crazy. Now, I want you to get this. The act of sinning was not the cause of Satan's fall. The act was but the product of his rebellion against authority. It was rebellion which God condemned. Now, watch this, right? So the act of the sin didn't cause his fall. It was the rebellion in him against God. You cannot violate God's authority. See, like this, it's almost like this. God can forgive you for the mistakes, but he ain't going to forgive you for the rebellion. Man, you better sit on Did he just say God ain't going to forgive me for the rebellion? Yeah, I did, and I'm going to say it again. Because the rebellion is going to come with future consequences that cannot be changed. You're going to eat the fruit of that mess. Now watch this, though. The thing, that could, the thing that could work out on your behalf is this, is the actions. Now just pull this in. The action of the sin, the hard attitude of rebellion. So now it is a big one. We got to be careful not to get rebellious. Now, here's the thing with rebellion. It was self-exaltation. Oh, you know, I'm getting tired of this. I've been sitting here too long. I'm going to exalt my throne above his throne, and I'm going to be the greatest. Now, man, let me tell you that. Satan, Satan, Satan was on course, but that self-exaltation rose from within him. So everybody, now the Bible says to spare the rod, you spoil the child because the rod of correction can drive out rebellion. So within every one of us, there is a rebellious opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And in children, it says, spare not the rod. Drive it out with the rod of correction. He says, it says, now discipline, well, let me tell you, some of you are 60 years old and you need discipline. Now, I'm telling you, I ain't, I'm a man's man. I ain't no one listening to nobody. I'm a ha, 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 you know, y'all tough. Well, you can be as tough as you want to be. I'm going to tell you something right here now. I'm going to give you a secret about this thing. And I'm, I'm telling you, God's on the street. This will help you. Your life becomes simple the more submitted to authority you become. Because you don't have to make decisions. Decisions are already made for you. It's so good, you're going to see it. And then it's, it's, it's like this. Then in the areas where the written word doesn't clearly clarify my position of action, I just, hey, look at this. 
Hey, look at this. What do you see here? What are you, what are you seeing? Hello? What do you see that I don't see? What are, you, what are you seeing in this I don't see? And then boom. Now it's easy. Now you just inter, now you just outwardly walk in what you've spiritually committed yourself to. And now you got a place of power you didn't have before. Because by yourself, you don't have the place of power you're going to get by obeying God. Does that make sense? So like this. Okay, so Angela's here, right? She's helping with the media, right? Watch this. If I, watch, I'll show you how this works, right? So say she's got to have a media team meeting, right? Somebody's late. She didn't talk about all this stuff, so chill. So if you're late, stop being late, right? Somebody's late. Somebody doesn't show. Somebody doesn't this. Somebody doesn't that. Somebody messed up a shot. Somebody got the thing all whacked out. Somebody didn't load the camera. Some blah, 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 right? So I go see her, and I go, hey, Angela, listen, you, you've been submitted. You're really doing good. You're doing a great job. But here's what I want you to do. What's that? I want you to go tell everybody on your team these six things. Hard thing. Don't be late. Be on time. Do this. Practice your shots. Make sure you read the manual about how to run the cameras. I give you these 18 things. In her nature, she doesn't want to have that conversation. Not because she's, 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 um, not because she's not like, oh, she's like a wallflower. Gonna be, oh, I just wanted to have, no, she would do it, but she doesn't have the power she's going to have the minute she submits herself to what I told her. Once I signed off, she's just been given delegated authority to say stuff she couldn't say 10 minutes ago. And now she's got the power behind her. And here's the other thing. She doesn't care about their approval because she needs my approval more than she needs theirs. So God, it's how it works. I, I've had to do things in ministry that I didn't want to do. You want to know the first time it happened? I was ushering in the church up the street. And I put the, you know, we, we had these green jackets. Every day you used to have jackets. I put the green jacket on. We used to be the green jacket guys. You know, hey, yeah, we're going to get out here today. And I never forget as long as I There was a kid, jump, he was on the back of the chair, you know, like the chair, like a chair. He was facing the other way. So this kid's on a chair like this, right, in church. He's on a chair, and this chair will do it, right? Kids like this. And he's jumping up and down like he's going to go flying over the thing. And they looked at me because they were all a bunch of babies. They didn't want to handle it, so they sent their new guy in because they didn't handle none of that stuff. And I was like, what do I do? And I, got, I pointed out, I said, hey, that kid's jumping all over the place. You know, he's going to bang his head or something. He's like, why don't you guys take care of it? They're like, you take care of it. So I was like, all right, uh, okay. <laughs> it was freaking me out. I walk up, I tell the lady, hey, look, you guys, the lady gets mad at me. Happened to me at Rayma too. I picked the lady up one time. She got so ticked off. She was in worship or something. She was out in that field. They told me, man, I'm going to show you how this works, right? So watch. So I, I, I'm going to show you. Let me, let me show you how this works. You're going to love this. Let me show you how this works. If I show you how this works, my God in heaven, you're going to love this. Okay. Give me the first, I'm going to give you the first one. Here's the first one. You ready? Who's ready? Say, everybody, everybody get excited. Slow me down. Slow me down. Slow me down. Everybody say, slow me down. Slow me down. Slow me down. Slow me down. Woo! Ready for this? All right, now let me show you. I got time. That's why I looked at my clock. So I go over here, and I'm like, great. The mom's mad. Everybody's ticked off. They're all ticked. The dudes on the team, they don't help me. And I'll never forget it. I felt bad. And on the way home, i never forget it. God said, hey, you need to do what you need to do in my house because I want my house to be a house of order. I don't really care about people's feelings. I want order in my house. I said, whoa, okay, because they didn't help me. None of those guys were helping me, so I didn't know what to do. 
So I never forgot that as long as I live. I said, the uncomfortable decisions I need to make in life, I didn't make. I'm just following out orders. They didn't understand the order of a thing. So they didn't really help me gain, but God helped me. Are you getting this? They didn't come back and say, this is the order of it. And I'm not blaming those guys. They probably didn't know what they were doing because they weren't properly trained. I go to Rama. This place is like, forget it. It's the White House. They were like, they wanted you, the rug. Now, God bless everybody watching from Rama. Don't go tell them, Pastor, I said this, right? But they were like, they put the rug, they had this rug, right? They had this rug, and on the rug, you put the people on the rug. There was a line in the rug, so this blue rug, and then they had this pink strip going through it, and you had to put them on the line because that's where they wanted them when they went and laid hands. So I'm ushering, right? These people, I went to Bible seminar, they're all, I never forget the guy, man. He looked at me, my, my, Captain Mike goes, Sarno, get him on the line. Bro, there's like, there's like a couple hundred people down there and like, about 20 or 30 of them are not on the line. Because the guy on the line, he didn't. Sarno, get him on the line. I was like a military machine. I'm waking these people up out of the spirit. They're like, oh, la, 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 la. Hey, psh, grab him by the arm. Get on the line. Get on the line. Get on One lady, mad, pulled back. Like, why are you touching me? I'm in the glory. I was like, you be on the glory, but you're going to be in the glory on that line. Get on the line. 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 Man, I ran up in there. Dude's mad. Like, they're in the Holy Ghost, you know. And I know you're in the Holy Ghost, but I've been under orders. Get on the line. One guy got mad. Lady got mad. I said, I care about how you get. He seen the lady get mad at me. I went back. He looked at me. He said, good job. Walked away. I never forget as long as I live. Because here's the thing. I'm a man subject to the authority of this other guy. He told me do it. I don't care you get mad at me. You get ticked off at me. I'm a person under authority. So now I've been empowered. So when Ange goes to that meeting, it says, hey, and even there's a, a lady. She's a lady. She's going to have to talk to men. Men like, we are man. I'm man. Rawr. I don't really care who you are, bro. She is listening to me, and now you got to listen to her or get out the department. See what I'm saying? Now, how come? Rah, rah. No, no. Why you got a problem with a lady? What's rebellious in you? You can't. Man, I don't care. You better pay. I'm going to pick on everybody this month in a good way. Why? Why? You got some kind of problem? Like, you can't. Man, I don't care. Man, women are easier to work with anyway. Guys, you be wearing me out with all this stuff. Like, Who's in charge? <laughs> the ladies just like, let's just get something done. The guys all got to know who's in charge. Oh, my God, get it done. Listen, I'm not picking on you, but I'm trying to tell you. What are those things? Now, some of you are just rebellious, too. You know you are. You got the little rebellion streak. We're going to get it out of you this month. So I said all that. Now I'm doing stuff I don't want to do. Man, now in the ministry right now, I'm doing stuff that I never would have been able to do 20 years ago. Because number one, I had to get under God's authority. Then I had to get under the authority within the organization. And once that happens, I'm a man empowered. I don't even make decisions on my own. I got, I'm free, clear as a bell, strong in the spirit. But you see what happens is, then if you went in there, you'd be intimidated. You'd be a apprehensive. Because now when Anne's coming... I want, to, I want answers. What'd you tell them? I went in there. I was kind of nervous about, hey, hey, what you mean? She's going to go in there and fire off like, boom, boom, boom. Why? Because I don't want to come see him after he's given me the authority to go do it and tell him I didn't want it, follow through. So now she's empowered. 
See, this is what people don't get. I'm not going to listen to nobody. You are a man of no authority if you don't listen to somebody. You're a woman of no authority if you don't listen to somebody. So you see how it works? So God goes, if you go in there, you got the word of God. God said, bless them. I'm going to bless them. Why are you doing that? God said, bless. I got authority. I can do what I could not do in my own strength. I can do what I could not do in my own ability. That's what he's saying. Not just the position, right? That Roman centurion taught us. You guys are walking with Jesus. They're sitting at the campfire. They're eating with Jesus. They're sleeping with Jesus. They're going to the bathroom with Jesus. Come on, wake up. These dudes are out there camping, man. Out there camping with God. And he goes, Roman centurion shows up and says, hey, you come and heal my friend? My servant? Well, if you knew it was the will of God, why'd you ask? If Jesus showed up right here and walked across this platform and somebody needed healing, you needed healing, I said, Jesus, heal them. I want to ask, is it the will of God for you to do this? I know the will of God. He said, I don't know. I said, I'm new at this. He said, yeah, I'll come to your house. I'll lay hands on that guy. He said, you ain't got to come to my house. I just got to know you're willing. I'm a man under authority. He said, look, man, over there in the army, I tell that guy, go, he goes. I tell that guy, come, he comes. You're God, kind of God, you got that kind of authority. I can see it. If you got that kind of authority in that realm, you just speak it. It's good enough for me. Jesus said, man, I ain't seen faith like this nowhere. How did the guy, how in the world did the man's submission to the authority become his faith in the earth? Jesus didn't say, the guy said, I'm a man under authority. I tell somebody, go, they go. I tell somebody, come, they come. You're the same kind of guy that's got that authority. He didn't say, you're the kind of guy that's got that kind of faith. He didn't say, you're that kind of guy that's got that kind of power. He said, I understand. I recognize authority when I see it. You're a man of authority. So just say it, it'll be done. Just like I tell military teams, go and come. If you tell sick, go, it's got to go. Jesus said, that position of understanding authority has unlocked great faith in the earth. So what's your life going to look like when you submit yourself to that authority? No, the Bible says that. I'm not doing that. The Bible says that. I'm not doing that. No, the Bible says you can't do that. The Bible says that. Man, whoo, not my department. We can't do that. We're under authority. What's your life going to look like at the job? We're under authority. Get a new job. Don't quit and then get one. Get a new job and then give them some proper time and say, I'm leaving. Why? Because if you cannot submit to the principles of that organization, you need to get a new job. I'm telling you, listen to me, man, here's the problem. Hey, well, nah, I don't believe all oh, that boss is a jerk, company things. Man, you are in trouble. And when church talks like that, want to talk about things, talk about the man of God, I will not. You know, it's funny. I really, tr- I-, I like my team, man. I really like you guys. You know, it's funny. You know what I'm talking about. We just did something today that they wanted to meet to approve it because they wanted to make sure it was honorable. That was that was all about. You know, the birthday party thing, the, I could talk about it now, you know, it's over. Um, you know, the birthday party thing, they're like, we got this blooper thing of you. Because every time I come in here, I'm singing. Like right now, I just sang. I was singing stuff. I got music right here. I got something good. I had something really good today, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I was playing a little Jimi Hendrix or something. I play a little something. I get myself ready to go, and we get in it. So when they want to play this blooper reel, sometimes I sing really good. You know, sometimes I sing really, really good. We got to go, but sometimes I sing really, really good. Today, I was singing, I was singing some good songs. You know, you didn't think I sang, sang some good songs? I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get one. 
You know, I'm trying to get one right now so I can show you some of the songs I was singing, and, 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 and people kind of liked it. And I, I want to make sure you know that the songs we're singing are, 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 are you know, they're spiritual, some of them, but, but a lot of them are, you know, just, just healthy. Let me show you what happens when, when you're not all here. Like, you know, I just, I just say, I just, you know, Woo! I just, you know, I just sing a little bit. That's funny. So they played this blooper reel. They want to play it for the birthday. They want to play the blooper reel. Blooper reel. I knew all the while they were videoing all that stuff, by the way. I knew you guys were you guys were a little bit, but you told me you were, so I knew it. So I sing a little bit and play it. But you know what my team came to me and said? We don't want to play anything that is dishonorable or makes you look like something you don't want to look like in front of people. It's hilarious. It was hilarious. I said, I love it. Play it. But you know what in the back of my head? I said, these guys are paying attention because they understand honor. They understand authority. And they're understanding how to take their life to the next level. Now, I might play around, because we all got to have that. You got to have fun. If you ain't, I told them that even before we started. I said, we ain't having fun. Come on, man. I want to have fun. We can build the kingdom. and we, You don't always got to be serious. All the people are all serious all the time. That ain't no fun. But here's what I said. The people around me are understanding what I'm talking about. Because I'm not, I understand. I don't really teach it that much. I live it. And because they watch, I don't say stuff. I don't do stuff. I don't act a certain way. Because I understand how important it is to God. I appreciate that. Bless me. Amen? But you understand what I'm saying? We got to start making sure we keep ourselves in the position of understanding the spiritual authority that God's placed around us. So we can walk in the blessing that God has for us. We're going to talk about it all month. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be really, really good. I'm going to really get into it a little bit more. Today, I just wanted to kind of like talk to you. You know, I'll give you a lot more scriptural proof. But I want you to ask yourself, if there's rebellion in you, let's drive that out. Why can't you just, I'm not going to listen to you. You know, I mean, sometimes like, I'm not listening to that person. Who are they? Why do you got to have somebody got to have a name tag sometimes to be telling you stuff? The greatest men of God I've ever met in my life. Okay. And the greatest men of God that I'm close to, they are the kindest, most loving, caring people you'd ever want to meet. And they've got more power than, most pe- than all the people I know. It's really wild. It's not an arrogance. It's, it's a humbleness because they understand God's order of doing things. It's powerful to change your life. This month's going to change your life. But let's be honest. If you got some rebellion, let's get rid of it. Father, I thank you right now for each and every person at the sound of my voice. I thank you, Father, that you're moving. I thank you, Father, that you're working supernaturally in their life to bring change and transformation to them. Father, I thank you that the power and the anointing of God is making a way to change and transform every area of their life. And if there's areas of rebellion, let them get rid of it by faith, uproot it, drive it out, remove it. We know you can do it by faith. And Father, I thank you for blessing them and keeping them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Listen, it's going to be a great April around here. Glory be to God. We're going to be talking about how do I take my authority to a whole new level? It's going to be life-changing. Don't forget, I'm going to see you Sunday 9 and 1030 online, 1030 in person. We love you guys. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.